And I realize that I'm focusing so much on client experience and systems and not so much on sales, but that's the point. That is the point. It is about making it easier. It is about figuring out where the resistance is and being honest with yourself and then addressing it and slowing down and being intentional and strategic so that you can finally take a step back, take a deep breath and say, okay, I'm fucking ready. Let's go. You're listening to the It's a Vibe podcast, the show that'll give you the talk and tools to elevate your online business and create a bragworthy brand experience that will turn your dream clients into raving fans. Whip up your favorite cocktail, grab a seat, and let's take a sprinkle more intentional action so that you can finally make your business the total joy ride it deserves to be. Let's do this. Welcome back to the It's a Vibe podcast. It's Sarah here from Rebel Office, and I'm coming at you today with a little bit maybe of a controversial opinion. Tell me I'm not the only one (laughs) that sees online a ton, a ton of content around like use this method or this formula to get sales, or you need to do this one thing in order to increase your bottom line. Or all of this talk that basically makes us feel insecure about actually being able to make sales when everyone else around you is promising that there's this like secret sauce or like secret formula to make more money in your business. I feel like we often, and I went through this too, like it's taken me eight years to get Rebel Office to where it is. And I am no stranger at all to comparison and to being told this is how to do things or falling trap to all of the freebies. (laughs) And instead of taking the time to sit down and say, okay, what works for me? What are my strengths? And is my business set up to actually sell itself? Like none of those questions. I never asked myself those questions for such a long time because everyone around me was saying, that's wrong. Do this instead. And I feel like we kind of sold on this idea that, oh, sales are easy if you're just like confident or if you have the right sales tactic. And I will say that while confidence obviously helps sales and helps selling because, you know, you're showing up with an energy, it's normally not associated with a specific tactic. And I want to talk you through kind of like, what my personal experience is. Now, I'm not, again, I'm not saying that this is what you have to do, but I want to talk about sales and have an open and honest conversation about it and walk you through what worked for me personally to get Rebel Office to where it's at now and how it's contributed to sales confidence. Now, yes, have I seen it work (laughs) with our clients? 100%, but it's not what you think. It's not me sitting there saying you have to do this in order to make money. It's so much bigger than that. And it has such a larger impact. And yes, of course, it's related to client experience. But this is okay. Let me just jump in instead of me like dancing around this topic. Being prepared in my perspective, in my experience, in my opinion, has been the most beneficial aspect, (laughs) key piece to me showing up for Rebel Office. Now, what do I mean by being prepared? 
instead of me being worried about onboarding clients, something that I personally experienced and that I went through was I knew I had to make money. And I was in this awful, awful, awful cycle of being too scared to take the time to build out our packages properly. And I would always just have this idea and I'm like, well, I'm not going to put all the energy and time to doing it right until I know that it's going to work, which is like a chicken and egg situation because it's like, if it's not built properly, then why would it work? (laughs) Do you know what I mean? But I had in my mind and I was in this horrible cycle of literally like throwing spaghetti at the wall and hoping it sticks. And I was just pumping out these ideas and saying, oh, let's try that instead. That didn't work. Scrap that. Let's do something else. And I was doing it over and over and over again, and nothing was working. I wasn't selling. And a lot of it, yeah, 100% came down to sales confidence because as things weren't working and as I wasn't getting traction on things or getting the results that I wanted, of course, my confidence in my sales ability was plummeting because nothing was working. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm awful at this. I'm clearly not. I even hired someone to do sales for me at one point, but it didn't work because my offers weren't set up to sell. My business was not set up to actually bring people in. And that's where being prepared comes from. That's where sitting down and yeah, it may feel counterintuitive, especially if you were in this, if you are currently in the cycle that I was in, If you constantly feel like, okay, well, I can't slow down and I can't take my time to do this right until I have the cash flow to be able to support me slowing down and, you know, that cycle, I get it. I 100% understand that. But being able to actually truly just stop for like a day, I'm not saying like months, but you can. Actually, that's what I did. I literally stopped Rebel Office and burned it all to the ground and then rebuilt it. (laughs) But you don't have to do that. You do not. And I've, I've seen it. We've worked with clients to do it, especially with our custom client experience design. Instead of just having to like fully burn things down, let's just like tweak. <laughs> let's just be a little more intentional. It really doesn't take much. It takes a little adjustment to sit down and look at how you're making money in your business and saying, is this intentional? Are my offers competing with my other offers? What can I do about that? Are my systems set up to actually onboard clients. Maybe that's what's holding me back. I know something for me personally was even if I felt good about how I was going to make money, I was trying to push it out there and I was putting sales before the systems. And I strongly recommend against that because when you have the systems in place, the sales come naturally. But if you're putting sales out there, then as soon as someone says, oh yeah, sure, like here's my money, then you're like, oh shit, I need to set up the systems. I'm not ready to bring you on yet. And then all of a sudden it's chaos and panicking. And then it's not a great, like I'm talking excellent client experience for that client that has now chosen to trust you and invest in you. And then sure, you may be able to deliver to them, but it's not going to be a great experience. So they're then not going to turn into your greatest brand ambassadors and then start selling for you. So you're constantly in this mode of chasing new clients. Instead of putting a pause on that for like a minute, sitting down and saying, okay, what do I need in place? How can I just spend a day or a week? Block off a week, go book a hotel somewhere, go have a little mini vacation, work on your business and be the fucking boss that you are. 
and sit down, look at your systems and get prepared to onboard clients. Yes, even if you don't know where those clients are coming from yet. Because when you finally have no more resistance, when you can finally say, okay, I am ready, then you have nothing else to distract you. You have no other reason internally, subconsciously or not, that's holding you back from putting those offers out there now. It is the weirdest, most potentially backwards sales hack that I have come across that I have personally experienced, but it works like magic for me and for our clients (laughs) and potentially for you. Something to consider. But if you think honestly about where you maybe have held yourself back from putting out sales in the past, or maybe you didn't push as hard on something, or maybe you didn't follow up on something because you knew subconsciously that you weren't 100% ready to take them on, be honest with yourself about that and look at, okay, how can I then get ready and remove that as a barrier for me internally? Okay. Something to think about. Because then it's like, once you can sit down, once you're prepared to onboard, then it's like, okay, what does onboarding look like? This is now where it gets into client experience design and you can sit down and look at, okay, what is the experience for my client for this offer? Where are they coming from? What do they need in order to be prepared for this transformation that I'm about to walk them through? How do I guide them through that transformation? And then where do they go next once they're ready for the next transformation? And being able to map out and be intentional and strategic in that journey will let you then build brand ambassadors. I touched on this earlier, but we put so much time and effort into constantly chasing new business instead of nurturing the business that we already have. Even if it's one client, give your absolute fucking best to that one client and then let them go out, tell their friends and refer them to you. And then all you did was show up and do what you love doing and what you're good at. And you gave that client all of the attention that they needed in order to have a truly transformational experience. And then they went out and got you three more clients where you can now do the same. And all of a sudden, you are now stepping outside of that constant hustle and grind and chase. And just by doing what you do, just by prioritizing, an intentional client experience. I'm not saying it has to be this insane experience. I'm saying it has to be intentional. Client experience a lot of times isn't always like adding more and doing more things and being there more and crossing your boundaries and gifting all these hundreds of things. It's not about that. It's about making sure that your experience is designed appropriately for the transformation that you want to get your clients. And yes, of course, being on brand and having those moments that invite your client into your brand and your lifestyle, of course, leads to loyalty, of course, leads them to want to continue to be in your sphere. That's great. You want them to come back, but you also want them to be able to go out and tell other people and say, this is the transformation that I got. I am so impressed working with them. And I think that you can benefit from it too. That is going to reduce your marketing costs, reduce the amount of time that you spend out there chasing, and you can finally start to attract simply by doing what you do best. And the best part about this 
your experience, being intentional with it, and having something that's maybe a little bit more standardized than you like. And I get it. Something that we get from clients all the time is, well, I like my experience to be customized or every client's different. I don't want a cookie cutter package or whatever for my clients. 100%. I'm not saying you have to make it exactly the same. Every human being, every business is different depending on what your business is, whoever you work with. Of course, it's going to be different. Everyone's situation is different. I don't ever expect you to sit down and say, this is the step-by-step advice that you need to do every single time. You don't want people to build the same lives or build the same businesses. You want them to step into (laughs) themselves, right? Or or speak like themselves on social media or take their own approach to graphic design, whatever, whatever, whoever your client is, whatever your business is, of course, it's going to be different, but you can sit down and streamline that, which will help you prepare. It will help you get your system set up. It will help you know the clear next steps to be able to at least guide and be prepared for every step from delivery, from onboarding, not even that from like before that, from your client acquisition, your, your marketing piece all the way through to offboarding and signing them up again. And what's nice about that is that once you have that standardized, you can automate. So when it comes to sales confidence, that whole piece of like, what's the resistance that may be holding you back from bringing on new clients? Having an automated process can really help with that because it literally removes all resistance. All you then have to focus on is making connections, building relationships, And then say, here, okay, cool, go fill out the form and then we'll get you more details. And as soon as someone submits that form, the entire process is automated. That is the power of using a CRM like HoneyBook or Dubsado, anything, really. There's so many different ways. Zapier, you can set up email templates in your Gmail. It doesn't matter. There are so many different ways to reduce that resistance, to take the thought out of it so that you can stop getting in your own way. And I realize that I'm focusing so much on client experience and systems and not so much on sales, but that's the point. That is the point. It is about making it easier. It is about figuring out where the resistance is and being honest with yourself and then addressing it and slowing down and being intentional and strategic so that you can finally take a step back, take a deep breath and say, okay, I'm fucking ready. Let's go. That's what it's about. Now, I will say something else that has helped me, and I'm going to circle back. That's my rant (laughs) on systems, client experience. If you want help with that, our elevated experiences module in the lab, you can buy it individually for $2.95 or as a bundle for $5.95, and you get the four other modules as well. Totally up to you, but it walks you through this. It walks you through this, and I tell you, for me, for many, if not all of our clients, it has improved our sales because we were ready. But something else that helps is believing in your offer. And this is, again, something where you just have to be honest with yourself about. Like, do you believe, and this is something that I personally journaled on a lot. I've spent a ton of time on my sales mindset and figuring out, okay, where is that resistance? And a lot of it was me, that fear of me saying, okay, I'm going to put something out there and it's not going to work anyways. So what's the point? That was a very, very deep part of it. And what kind of stemmed from that was like, well, do I believe that this offer is actually going to help someone? If I do believe it's going to help them, then why would I not give it my all so that it can help them? And there was this whole kind of, 
I went down this giant sales mindset rabbit hole and I've done a ton of work on it. But being able to ask yourself and be honest with yourself about, do you believe that your offer, your product or service actually helps? Do you believe that it, it actually does what you say it will? Do you believe that it actually makes someone's life or business better? And if the answer is no, then maybe it's time to figure out a new product or service. If you don't believe in it, why would anyone else? Just take time to think on that, reflect on it. It's a great journal prompt. It's one that I sometimes go back to even. If I start to feel disconnected from my products and services with Rebel Office, I'll say, do I believe in this? What's the benefit? Do I believe in the benefit? Do I believe in how I deliver it? So being able to, to take a step back and think about this, it's a ton of reflection and it's work especially if you're stuck in these kind of mindset loops that I have been through. And I don't imagine are necessarily gone. I'm sure there will be more in the future. New level, new devil, all that crap, you know. But I think just being able to reflect and be honest with yourself and say, where is that resistance? Where have I tried to put things out there? Why didn't it work? And quite frankly, on the flip side, when have you put something out there and it did work? Look at both sides of it. What were you doing when it worked? Were you having fun? Were you feeling aligned? Were you enjoying the conversation? Were you chatting with someone in DMs versus pitching them on a webinar? Or were you running a webinar and fucking loving it and vibing off all the energy and feeling great about it and believing in your offer and you sold a bunch? So be able to look at both sides of that and say, When this worked, this is what I was doing. When this didn't work, this is what I was doing. Or this was how I was feeling. Or this was what I wasn't doing. Or this this is where I think this is how I was feeling. But I do nearly promise you that if you take a step back and say, well, am I ready to take on new clients? And if you were real with yourself about the, the state of your systems now, And if you were real with yourself about how much trust you have in your own process to bring on new clients and figuring out what's there, that could change the game for you. Thanks for tuning into the It's a Vibe podcast with Rebel Office. Now go put on your favorite playlist and start taking that elevated intentional action. But don't forget to make the space you need and have fun working on your business because that's what it's all about after all. Until next time, cheers.